Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's that time of the week that you've been looking forward to, or maybe not. Maybe we haven't even been on your mind at all. It is time for Lockdown Thoughts with Sean and G. I'm Sean, and G, the uh, the sugar to my spice, how are you this evening, my friend? G'day, Sean, mate. I'm travelling well. I'm travelling well. I'm pretty excited for tonight's episode. Obviously, we've got a special guest. I'll let you do the honours, um, but before I let you do that, I'll fill you in with what I'm sipping on. Got a bit got a bit creative Ooh. this evening. Uh oh. Dangerous. So we've got I just I just went hunting. You know, sometimes you don't not sure what you want, so you just have a look around, see what you can find. Um, Big dog's I, got a hunt. Big dog got a hunt. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Sometimes you just don't know what you're craving until you see it. Um, and <laughs> that happened to me today. So I've got peach naps, vodka, and uh, pine mango golden circle juice. Oh, 16-year-old, you would be so proud. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. What have you got today? Well, I am sipping on a freshly opened bottle. It's actually a bottle that you got me for my birthday earlier this year. It's the Balvini Doublewood, 12 years, single malt from uh, from Banffshire in, in Scotland. From a little town, I looked it up, and, and the distillery is actually at a town called Dufftown, which I think is pretty cool. Um, but it is going down a treat. It's so smooth, uh, no ice, just neat, and I could drink it like water, which is very dangerous. Um, but I think my old man, being the uh, the Scot that he is, he'd be very happy uh, that I'm drinking on this beautiful Balvini this evening. But a big thanks to you for buying it in the first place, mate, and uh, what a gift it was. You're right, though. We do have a very special guest this evening, and we're going to be talking about COVID confessions. And... We've had quite a few uh, on social media um, from our listeners. And, yeah, there's more than one listener now. Uh, So you can tell your mum she's not alone now, G. But we've got a few listeners and they've been saying to us that they've got a few COVID confessions. And and I've I've got them in front of me and we'll go through some of them. But to also share some of his COVID confessions, we do have a special guest. It is Josh from Sandy Beach, another uh, Coffs Coast local. Uh, he's a man about town. He's been here, there, and everywhere, but he finds himself um, in the studio this evening, and we're really happy to have him. Josh, what are you sipping on? And welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks uh, so much for having me, guys. Um, look, I've been adventurous tonight as well. Um, I went to the specials um, in the Ooh. in the beer category in the cooler room. Uh, and I've decided to go something a little bit more localised. I've gone the Byron Bay Brewery Premium Lager, uh, mm. the Brewski. So, um, look, it's not as la da and put together as uh, as you guys have got, but uh, it's local, it's refreshing, and it's doing its job. So one of the COVID confessions we got in uh, through Instagram, actually, was somebody that said that, uh, and his name or her name will go unmentioned, but their confession was that during lockdown they've they've got into drinking whiskey and they've been telling a few people that that's their thing now that they're a whiskey um, you know a whiskey guy they appreciate a nice fine whiskey but the the confession is that they only ever buy what's at the bottom shelf at Dan Murphy's. <laughs> I want to ask you guys how, tell us about your alcoholic confessions first and foremost. I know we don't want to promote uh, you know alcoholism or anything like that lockdown's tough we get that balance is important exercise eating right but occasional drinks fine so tell us guys what is your alcohol related confession 
I'm going to throw over um, to to Mr. Melbourne over there, who's um, I think his resume speaks for itself, working on the Cole and Jackie O show and radio in Tamworth. And um, we're new to this game, Sean, eh? but Josh is a bit of a veteran. So I'm going to let Josh go first and then I'll bring it home. Uh, yeah, look, I'm, I'm not one for uh, for wine and champagne and, and not generally a spirits guy either. Um, I'm all about the, the brewski, the frothy. Um, one thing that we miss during lockdown, getting out there and getting a nice cold schooner. Um, but look, I, I think... I've been uh, during lockdown is experimenting with with different beers, um, you know, trying the localized beers, and I've found it to be quite surprising. I was always so kind of set on one, two, or three beers, and that was it. Um, I think that I've I've kind of got to a point where I've like, all right, well, let's try something different. Um, you know, tonight, as I said, I'm on the Byron Bay on the Byron Bay beers, um, and they're not what I expected, and they were quite cheap as well. So getting out there and just experimenting and and trying, you know, new things, and you know, especially if it's going to keep something um, like the Byron Bay Brewery or something running, um, is is mm-hmm. buying locally, especially during COVID times. So Josh, my old man, he's a two easy new drinker, and <laughs> religiously, and like his idea of experimenting would be having a corona at christmas time as a you know as a little special gift to himself if he gets one of those nice beers from one of those boutique breweries or a local brewery and it's a bit fruity he's a bit he's not sure about it could you what do you reckon it is about the 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 man you know the the blokey bloke who is a bit concerned that he might just like a fruity beer what's up with that yeah, look, I'm with your old man. Anything with fruit in a beer, no thanks. It's <laughs> like I, I might as well just grab like a VB and cut up a couple of bananas and chuck those in there. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's not happening. Um, you know, I, I, I look while experimenting and stuff like that, I still keep to you know my basic. This is what I like. This is what I enjoy. Um, you know, I have been open to trying different things yeah. um yeah I, I won't mention brands but you know there's there's beers out there that you know now have mango and now have lime and lemon and whatever else like you know i could do that at home grab a vb cut up some fruit chuck it in there put it in a blender <laughs> neutral bullet bob's your uncle you've got a cocktail beer for the night fantastic but yeah look I, i'm with i'm with you. okay I'll you're be, with my I'll old man all right yep Gee, gee, are you an open book or a closed book? Are you, are you still open for for experimenting and and maybe there's a fruity beer that you, you might have a crack at, or are you like Josh and my old man, and it's a no go on the fruity beers? Josh has piqued my interest. A Victor, a VB with a banana. Is that a Victoria banana? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Victoria edition. special. It should be. <laughs> Gee, what yeah. about you? What's your what's your alcohol-related confession? Because, I mean, you know, you've been in lockdown for a bit now. What's the go? I'm going to throw back. Like the word, the word confession basically means you can go back and talk about things you did that you probably didn't think you'd ever talk about. But I'm going back pre-COVID, fellas. I'm going to take you back to 2010 when I was working at BWS in an hour. Confession. 
<laughs> Inala. Shout out to Inala. What a great town. Shout out, shout out to Inala BWS. It was new in there. And I was working with a I was working with a really good manager and he, he told me a few things that you know you could do to bypass paying full price. Completely above board, but just not really well known. And my my I guess my um my alcohol confession is sometimes you'd open a, a delivery and there was no scratch bottles, there was no damaged goods, there was nothing to mark down and take home. So I drove this um this nineteen ninety eight Honda CRV, beautiful car, manual five speed, um, and uh, sometimes the Honda CRV key would make its way onto a Grey Goose bottle uh, and just you know scratch it. I don't know how it happened. These things happen in BWS stores. So my confession is sometimes the markdown found its way home. I remember visiting you when you were in Brisbane and I'd always be impressed by the liquor collection that you had. It turns out that they just all had a little scratch on it. Is that the case? Yeah, look, there's damaged items and I didn't want to see them go to waste. So <laughs> I brought them home and gave them a good home for a couple of hours. <laughs> I'm sure you did from that I want to shift let's gears. Be honest, but like, let's be honest, anything that gets in a Honda CRV is going to be damaged goods, isn't it? <laughs> I want to shift gears because another confession we had in on Instagram and it's uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it. So we had someone message in saying that they were they were quietly hopeful that the case numbers of, of COVID would continue or maybe even rise. So there'd perhaps be a prolonged uh, period of working from home. What do you guys reckon about that confession? Jeez. Yeah, there might be a bit of truth, a bit of truth behind that. I can certainly see from some of our other earlier podcasts um, that working from home definitely has its benefits. So I guess there might be some jobs where, or well, there's some people, I guess, out there who are pretty comfortable and don't want to go back. Josh, what about you? Hoping that people are testing positive, maybe even ill, so then you can personally benefit. Where do you sit on yeah, that? Yeah, look. Yeah, look, I, I, um, nothing really changes in regards to, you know, the whole lockdown here in regards to my, you know, my lifestyle and what I do, going to the beach and whatever else. But look, I know, I know people that are working from home. I know, you know, someone in particular that's an essential worker that has to work from home, um, with four kids that she can't send to school now, um, because they realise that she's still mm. working from home and she's at home. Yeah. Um, so you imagine doing an essential job from home with four kids running around the house asking for morning tea, lunch, um, you know, and, and distracting you from what you're trying to do and what yeah. you're, you know, your job that you're trying to do. So, look, you look at the case numbers to this day, you know, they are on the rise. You look at, you know, the, the quarter to Gladys hour, uh, you know, the, <laughs> the 11 o'clock hour every single day where Gladys comes out and, and you know, lets us know of uh, what the new case numbers are. And, you know, when it's quarter to 11, I know it's quarter to Gladys time. Let's get on TV, have a listen. Um, but What, what you know, coat is she wearing? Yeah, really, really important yeah. stuff. <laughs> Make sure she's not wearing what she was wearing, you know, three weeks ago because that's going to oh, be a new, new idea. Heaven forbid that, um, yeah. But, yeah, look, it's, it, I, think it, I think it differs for each person mm, yeah. individually depending on their situation. 
So do you think? So do you think it's about really at the heart of this? It's it's not this this individual wants to see the case numbers rise. It's more about they want flexibility in their life to to self organize, to be able to make choice, to be able to structure their life around around work and life um, outside of work, uh, and and be able to to really f- strike a balance. Do you think that's more what this person's saying rather than preying on people getting sick? Yeah. Look, I. I've- I believe so. I, as I said, I think everyone's situation is different in regards to their their home life, their personal life, their work life, um, and you know they could be in a position where, yeah, who wouldn't want to work from home if you know if you're single and you've got you know no kids to worry about, um, you know you've got no partner to worry about because they're working or they're working out or working from home. You know, like I said, everyone's situation is different, and mm. I think it's just a a position where look. Who wouldn't want to work work from home? You can sit there in your pajamas, you know. You sit there and take calls while sipping on a Chardonnay at 10:30 a.m. Oh. Um, you know, grab a VB, put some pineapple slices in it with some strawberries <laughs> at any time of the day because no one's going to know. Um, but then, you know, on the other hand, if you, you've got kids to look after at home and you're trying to juggle two, three, four, five kids plus, you know, trying to do your job yeah. and it's and tough. Do, so, so, so my COVID confession. Um, so I'm in an apartment block in uh, in Sydney. So whereabouts well, Sydney, Sean? Eh? Give the people what they want. Oh, uh, within a five k radius of uh, of the Pacific okay. Ocean. Eastern Uh, uh Now. I haven't seen a lot of my neighbours during this time, and I think it's because a lot of people are just sticking to themselves, elderly folk and what have you. But before COVID happened, I had um, got into a conversation with my neighbour and, and we introduced each other and we, we exchanged names. And, you know, we've gone into lockdown. As Josh said, it's been about 13 weeks. I f- I'm forgetful. And so what I did, we have a little system because the the postman drops parcels at the front gate and then people put them inside the gate so you know they're, they're secure and i checked the parcel to see what this person's name was so i could remember their name um i then saw them and they said to me oh, i'm really sorry but i've forgotten your name what's your name and and they felt awful but then i proceeded to use their name having obtained the name from the parcel that i I wasn't. I shouldn't have been privy to. Should I have disclosed that I read their parcel to work out what their name was to avoid the embarrassment that they'd also gone through, or did I play it right and just ignore the situation? Loophole, not at all. Josh, what about you? Do you do you disclose when you're reading other people's mail? At what point no. should you not read someone else's mail? Uh, look, I I think you've done the right thing. I'm I'm a I'm a sucker for forgetting people's names. Like you know if. Mate and dude and whatever else um, comes to mind when you, you know, oh yeah, good to see you again, mate. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. But you know, if whatever way you can get around it to know that that's their name, then good for you. Well done. I mean, I didn't open the parcel. I didn't. I didn't do anything like that. I just. I just wanted to get a a closer inspection to work out what the name was. I think I did. I think that's all right. Um, well, I think that's Inspector Gadget Go One O Go. That's great. I remember as a kid and we were like growing up in Emerald Beach, small town, everyone knew everyone. And I remember there was a period of time, it's coming back to me now, 
But there was a period of time where there was these two kids that were running around town and they were going into people's mailboxes and reading their mail. Like it was a thing. They would steal people's mail and open it and read it. And I used to think, like, apart from the occasional birthday card, like you're going to have to go through a lot of letters to find that birthday card from grandma with the $20 note in it. Apart from that, most mail is bills. I never understood why someone would want to go around and fishing someone's mail. Can someone explain that to me? The bill the bill theft. The bill thief. That's probably the um, – <laughs> it's, it's uh, not public enemy number one. It's quite the opposite. Come and steal my bills. What 12-year-old is going to have the ability to pay someone's electricity bill? You're thinking too far ahead, Sean. Eh? The bill's gone. That's the main thing. It's disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I've – if a 12, 13, 14-year-old, you know, has parents that, um, you know, are well enough off and they want to come around and take any bills that I've got, um, I'm happy to give my address out because, All right. yeah, good luck to them. All right. Uh, messages on social media. We'll, we'll put Josh's address out there and, and feel free to pay his bills for him. Um, what about sayings, like phrases? Have you ever – have you ever – picked up on someone that's just not quite nailed a phrase or one of those Australian sayings and you just, you know they haven't nailed it, they've got it wrong, they've butchered it, but you didn't have the heart to pick them up on it. <laughs> nah, look, I'll, I'll start here. I'm, I'm pretty open and honest if someone stuffs up, especially if it's a good old-fashioned Aussie saying. Um, yeah, like, we're not we're not putting fruit in our VBs here. Where if you stuff up an Australian saying, that's like not knowing the the, the national anthem. Um, I'll tell you one thing. I did when I was going through high school, dumped a girl. Um, I did like her, um, but I dumped a girl because she thought the lyrics to the song "Our Lips Are Sealed" was Alex the Seal. <laughs> then, oh oh oh, and I couldn't do it. I could not do it anymore. So I, I literally, I, I dumped her because of that reason. That was the, that was drawing the line in the sand. You know, I'm that, sure she had all sorts of little bad habits, but, but that one, the, the stuffed up lyrics, that was, that was it. Wasn't it? Uh, who, who was this, the artist of that one, Josh? Oh, look, I, oh, I, I can't even remember now. Because the, the stain in, the, the, the stain in my, the, the taste in my mouth from still knowing that Alex the Seal is not our lips are sealed. I don't even want to think about it. I've put it way behind me. So I'm pretty um, sure it was a Hillary Duff song, and you dumped a girl over getting the lyrics to Hillary Duff song wrong. Uh, I've heard a lot of outrageous things on this podcast, but that probably takes the cake at the moment. Gee, what about you? Any times that you've heard a phrase incorrectly um, articulated that you've you've just you know gone gone without correcting them? Look, shout out, shout out to Billy Cyro. <laughs> yeah. Um, Absolutely, the big, the, the big, big dog, the big, the, the main man, the, the main king, man, king of the castle. Shout out, he. Um, just before you tell the story though, just a moment ago, old Bill was in the kitchen doing the the dishes before the podcast recording started, and you left your microphone on, and you went into the kitchen and you gave him an absolute towing. I couldn't believe it, but shout out to old Billy boy. Uh, we'll have to get him on it, I reckon, at some point. The original, I, the I OG. I, I, yeah, well, good idea, but I disagree. Um, great, great. <laughs> and look, there's times, there's times when you've just got to let Billy know what's going on because he's in his own world. 
Um, but look, this this uh, the saying that you're talking about, um, absolute classic. So, Dad, obviously working on a farm, dealing with real, you know, true blue Aussies farmers, uh, tells a story one day and he says, I'm sick of beating in the bush. I just want to know what's going on. And everyone's laughing. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> and I'm sitting there. I'm 15 years old. I'm on Smoko. You know, Mum's giving me a really nice cheese and tomato sanger, and I'm just trying to enjoy my Smoko. And we only get 15 minutes, and everyone's laughing at my dad. And I'm like, please don't say it again. Like, just continue on with the story, but don't say it again. <laughs> so he loops back around. As all good dads do, they like to tell the story twice and emphasize their points more in the second version. <laughs> when you're over. To, to get you on their side. So he then comes back around and says, I'm sick of beating in the bush. I just want to know the truth. And everyone's <laughs> losing themselves. And I just didn't have the heart to tell him it's beating around the bush, Dad. No one's, no one's trying to beat in the bush. They don't want to beat around it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, um, my old man, shout out to the Rob, Rob Dog. He, he, um, he, he, he likes to say himself. And he, he was working, um, I won't say where he works, but... Yeah, he does general labour, uh, a large workforce in the Coffs area. You can you can uh, fill the gaps. But he they had a program where basically new migrants that that settle in Coffs they can get a job uh, at this at this employer, and they got had this fella you know um, African migrant top bloke. He comes in just wants to learn, wants to know everything. And my dad, this guy needed to learn more about you know. I guess more trade-based knowledge. My dad decided that what this guy needed was to learn more about Australian sayings and slang, and he took it upon himself that he was going to be the educator. And my dad taught him a saying, which was, uh, "You wouldn't be dead for quids." Which, yeah. Josh, you know this one. What what what's the yeah. loose translation of "You wouldn't be dead for quids"? I don't know the, the the loose translation for it. My pop used to say it all the time to me as a kid, all the time. So it's, um, I think it's basically saying like, you know, life's great. You know, you you wouldn't be dead for quit. You, you couldn't pay me enough money to be dead. Like it's yeah, it's too yeah. And um, so my dad, he he taught this guy uh, the saying, you wouldn't be dead for quids. Some time went past. You know, a few weeks. They're out doing different jobs. You don't see each other all that often. And and a few weeks later, he sees him and, and this guy across the parking lot. He sees my dad, and he just points and he yells and he says. You wouldn't be. And my dad's waiting for the rest of the scene. <laughs> but all, but he stopped. He just repeated. He goes, like you said, G, they, they get it wrong, but they'll put even more emphasis the second time around. And he pointed, he goes, you wouldn't be. And, and my dad didn't have the heart to tell him that there's, you know, more to the saying. And anyway, it's stuck. And all of the guys in, in, the, in the workforce there, they all started using the saying, you wouldn't be. And it was like, there's no need to finish the sentence because we all know what we're talking about. Uh, and I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. Another one yeah. of our Instagram uh, revealers said that they've got into uh, trading Pokemon cards during lockdown. Guys, you remember uh, Pokemon cards? No. No, Josh, you don't remember? Gee, did you ever have Pokemon cards? I remember Pokemon. Not not so much not so much the cards and uh, I remember Pokemon because everyone used to call me Charmander, which was <laughs> the dragon. <laughs> so I went through high school as Charmander. 
Uh, was it because of your looks or what? Yeah, dragon lock beast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> absolute, same, same, same absolute specimen. Nice. <laughs> uh, Josh is going to have a field day with this from when we used to work <laughs> together. I was everything but Gaminda. The name that stuck was Gupta. Uh, it's that time it's that time of the evening folks where we of course want to investigate the trend and gee tell us what are the trends telling us about well all things covid covid confessions what do you got for us this evening well to be honest i don't even know if we've covered covid confessions i think we have a little bit but um, the, the trends on the trends on confessions. So what I found there's two key trends. Um, one is that personal. I'm gonna I'm gonna deviate a bit here today. It was Definitely. I'll be honest. It was it was tough to find a trend. There's some online shopping things. There's some people in healthcare saying they're fed up, which I understand. You know, shout out to all the healthcare workers. Uh, my mum yeah. is one, so I, I get that. But re- realistically, there's not really a trend of confessions. So, so I, I thought this. maybe you would have went straight to the Catholic Church. But anyway, tell us your <laughs> method, mate. How, how did you get there? <laughs> Look, what, what, I've, uh, what I'm going to do today is I will ask you guys your own COVID confession. But before I do that, I'm going to reveal mine. And uh, look, as you know from this series, from this podcast series, I am a bit of a COVID baby. I've done all the things that people are doing during COVID, during lockdown, and one of the things that people have let go is hygiene. And it's, you know, it's understandable. You don't have anywhere to be. You've got no time frames. You're working from home. As both of you know, I've been working, uh, or I haven't been working since July 1, so almost two months now. I pride myself on, on hygiene. I'm always a very clean boy. A hairy boy, but very clean. Um, <laughs> a big hairy boy. Look, my <laughs> look, my my COVID confession. Uh, there's only one one person who knows this, so shout out to to her who's kept it on lock for for a couple of months now. But there's been the odd occasion, fellas, where I'm not really proud to admit this, but I haven't had a shower till about two p.m. <laughs> <laughs> What do you do between wake-up time and 2 p.m.? The day just gets away from you. Look, it's busy when you're busy. But what you're not busy is actually when you're busy. So what you're telling me, and, and shout-out to all the homeless that tune in, but basically the hygiene levels of those that live, you know, pretty rough on the streets, uh, don't know where their next meal's coming from, and, you know, people walk past and they think, oh, you know, he could use a shower. It's just because the day gets away from you. Is that the case, Jim? Look, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I'm seeing what I see. And sometimes it just gets away from you. And before you know it, you're having a shower, getting out of pyjamas, and getting back into pyjamas. <laughs> if you're having a shower at 2 p.m., when do you have – do you have a morning shower and an evening shower? When does the evening shower happen? Look, let's not delve too much into it, <laughs> I've revealed quite. I've revealed quite a bit. Oh. You're right that uh, I mean a lot of us miss having a having a beer at the pub, tap beer. A lot of people are messaging saying they they really miss the taste of tap beer, and I completely get that. Uh, nothing like a drop on the tongue of delicious tap beer. 
the other ones, like obviously the music industry is really struggling at the moment with not being able to to gig, and obviously people aren't you know, selling music because they've got nothing to promote. Um, before I go into my confession, I want to ask you, G, G, what was your what's your favourite song during COVID? Mm. Look, I know I know where this is going, Sean, and I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got to go straight there. Like, don't try and bury your confession. Let's <laughs> let's just hear it. All right. Yeah, so, let's just hear the confession. Let's, let's just get to it. All right. So we don't want okay. to. We don't want to beat in the bush, Sean. Eh? Just get to it. I, I, yeah. I'll, I won't beat in the bush. I'll I'll beat in open air, and I'll you tell you guys. Ready, folks. So during lockdown, obviously a lot of us are getting into watching Netflix and and subscribing to all the all the different streaming platforms. There's one doco, and a lot of people love their docos. There's one. Um, it's by uh, this this girl. I don't know if you've heard of her, Queen Bee, uh, Beyonce. Josh, you you know this you know this Sheila? Oh, yeah, Beyonce. Boop, boop, boop. Love her. Yeah. So I thought I'd give it a watch. Um, a lot of people talking about it. This this doco. I think it's a it's basically like a live. Part of it, well, majority of it's like a live show um, when she's she's doing over in in the states, um, and I look. The confession is, my, my, one of my favorite songs is "Crazy in Love" by is it by Beyonce or is it by Destiny's Child? I don't know, but "Crazy in Love" when that one comes on in the club, gee, you'll be able to testify this. I'm front and center. Uh, I'm up in that. I, I think it's just an absolute banger. <laughs> Now I tune in for this. I I hit the play for this doco, thinking it's gonna. I'm thinking it's gonna be like uh, like the, the life and times of Beyonce. In the end, what it is, it's it's her show, and she and, and it's the the show starts. It's her on stage. She's just looking, just she's like the queen, right? And the song starts and you can kind of hear it, you know, it's coming and I know it's crazy in love and I know it's going to be, she's just going to lose it. Right. But then the marching band comes out and it starts really slow, you know, the, and you know, Oh, she's, she's coming here. Queen B sing it to me. You know, I'm, I'm at the, and anyway, the, the, the marching band comes in, the speed of the song picks up. Queen B's there. She's looking fabulous. And she, and then she stops and she doesn't say a word, and the music cuts, and she's looking out to the crowd, and everyone can't believe it. And my confession is, at this point, I had I had a little tear up. I had a little <laughs> cry. The emotion got the better of me. It was too much. I mean, the comfort of my home, I know, it's a safe place, but I've got the queen up on stage. I've got the marching band in. It was like this big call to action. It was like... <laughs> Bitch, you're going to sing this one. And she just stopped. And she did that power stance that she does. And then, boom, it cut into it. And I just lost it. <laughs> Get in touch with your feminine side, Sean. I love it. I've never heard you speak so passionately since the Bulldogs won the premiership and got it revoked because of points. <laughs> 2002 yeah <laughs> mate I, I can do both sides I can talk for you if you want you've taken a real step in life that's good good on you <laughs>
Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Gee, thanks for sharing the trends that were very lacklustre indeed, but we've had a bit of a confession all round. It's been an absolute pleasure, as I said. This has been Lockdown Thoughts with Sean and G, special guest, Josh. Uh, tune in next week uh, for another episode. It's all about starting a business during COVID. But this has been COVID Confessions. Uh, Sean and G, signing out. Thank you.